Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, the host of Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, and this is episode two. Today we're going to be diving into self. Considering that this podcast is really focused on the idea of self, I thought it would be really important for us to dive into exactly what we mean when we refer to self. There are three different components to self that we will be focusing on. The view you have of yourself is your self-image. How much value you place on yourself is your self-esteem or self-worth. And what you wish you were really like, that's your ideal self. The goal is to get that self-image and that ideal self to really line up as close as possible. And to do that, it takes a little bit of self-work and building up the self-esteem. And that's really what this podcast is about. It's closing that gap, helping us to learn more about ourselves, and learn how to reach our authentic selves and then build our best selves. So... I am going to drop a little bomb on y'all. I hope you're ready. Hold on to your seats. Our self-image does not necessarily reflect reality. I'm going to say that again. Our self-image does not necessarily reflect reality. What does that mean? It means how you see you may not be how you actually are. Now, that's not to say that anyone else's version of you is more accurate or less accurate, but your version of you, well, it may be a bit skewed. This can go both ways. Okay, this doesn't have to be a negative thing. Maybe you think you are a four on a scale of one to 10, but everyone else thinks you're definitely a seven. You think you need to lose 20 pounds and everyone else thinks you look gorgeous. Now, it could go the other direction. Maybe you think you are a super attentive friend, but your friends think you can be pretty self-centered. We can figure this out about ourselves as we get more honest with ourselves, and we can start to get these parts of ourselves to line up with the truth. Self is the most about us we can possibly get, So we really do want to have a good idea of what that is and who we are. And for the most part, I think we all kind of think we know who we are. But our idea of ourselves doesn't even come from us. For the most part, it doesn't. So now there's two big things. How we see ourselves may not actually be accurate. And our idea of ourselves doesn't even come from us. Hopefully this isn't horrifying. Maybe it's shaken you up a little bit. Where does our sense of self, our belief about ourself, come from? Well, our parents had a huge impact on this. Family members that you were close to in the early developmental years had a huge impact on this. Teachers and coaches 
can play a big part on this. How? What does that look like? Well, if your parents were neglectful, that taught you that you were not worth people's time or energy. If your parents withheld love, that taught you that you were not worthy of love. If your parents were abusive, that taught you that you were deserving of abuse. Okay? Are you following me? Now, if your parents were a loving and attentive parents, then that taught you that you are deserving of love and attention. Now, here's the funny thing. Some things really stick with us and some things don't. Usually the things that are repetitive stick with us and form our idea about who we are, but other things can do that even if they're a one-off. You may have had that one teacher you didn't like and she didn't like you either, and one time she told you that you talked too loud, and that became a part of how you describe yourself, how you define yourself. You're the loud person, or maybe you overcompensate, And now you are so, so quiet and everyone's always asking you to speak up and you say, oh, sorry, I used to be loud. So now I'm trying to be mindful. It may have been a coach who called you fatty when practice. He probably forgot all about it three seconds later, but a part of your brain still thinks no matter how much I work out, I'm still a fatty. Or if I ever stop working out, I'll get fat. So it's very tricky what sticks with us and what doesn't. We don't get to choose. That's the bad news. We don't get to have a say as a child what part affects us and what parts don't. The good news is as adults, we get to go back and look at these things and we can say, yeah, you know what? That was a lie and I'm not going to believe that about myself anymore. And we can remove that from our psyche and how we define ourselves and from our concept of self. If you are wondering how you can know If you have anything like this that may need to be removed, I have a quick test for you. Are you ready? Do you ever feel anxious, overwhelmed, at odds with the world, like you don't fit in, like a fraud? Are you stressed? Do you have trouble sleeping? Do you have trouble getting motivated? Are you missing joy in your life? Do you feel like your downtime isn't at all relaxing? Do you already know that you're struggling with self-esteem or self-love or finding your purpose? If you're finding yourself nodding along with this, then most likely your true self and who you have come to believe you are and should be are not aligned. We're going to go and get into this so much deeper, but not today. Today, I really want to focus on how we define self so that as we move forward and as we get to know each other a little better, when we talk about ourselves, our self-image, our self-esteem, our self-worth, and our ideal self, we are all on the exact same page about what that means. So again, the view you have of yourself is your self-image. How much value you place on yourself is your self-esteem or self-worth. And what you wish you really were like is your ideal self. When there is a mismatch between how you see yourself and your vision of your ideal self, 
when where you think you are doesn't match where you think you should be at, that gap resonates as being worth less than. Does that make sense? If you are the best construction worker in your entire community, but your parents convinced you you should be a lawyer, those two images may not line up in your mind, and there's that value gap that causes that sense of low self-esteem. Okay, It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with being a construction worker or being a lawyer or wanting to be a lawyer. That does mean there is a problem if where you are and where you want to be aren't aligned and you're not on a clear path to close that gap. I'm really hoping that's making a lot of sense of where that low self-esteem problem is coming from. If you think you're supposed to be a size zero and you're a size 10, it doesn't matter if everyone thinks you're gorgeous. It doesn't matter if you're carrying your weight well. It doesn't matter if your partner thinks you're sexy. That gap in your own mind causes you to lower the way you value yourself and that affects the self-esteem, okay? Keep in mind, our ideal self may be the problem. Quite possibly, that ideal self is not realistic, healthy, or something that would even make your true self happy. That contractor may really like his work. Why in the world should he try to change and conform, wear a suit, and be stressed out in an office every day if that won't actually make him happy? If your body is supposed to be a size 10, then think of all the potential health problems and additional stress if you try to be that ideal self size zero. So that is the important fact to remember. Your current self may not be what needs to change to fix your self-esteem. Your ideal self may be what needs to shift. Hopefully by now, you're seeing that the first big step towards getting a healthy level of self-esteem is to look at how you view yourself, that self-image, and start to prune away the things that are not true about you and start feeding the things about yourself that are true. Because there's a lot of good things about you that deserve to be celebrated and grown. So what's the biggest takeaway right now? You may not be who you think you are. You do not have to be stuck where you are. That ideal self does not have to be just a fantasy. Self-esteem, self-worth is very fixable. And you are worth the work. You are worth the time and effort. You are worth the attention to fix this so that you can be your best self So your ideal self and your real self can line up. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm going to continue to be here with you. And that's why I'm going to walk you through each week steps that we can take so that you can do this 
And I'm so looking forward to hearing the stories from each and every one of you as we go through this journey together. If you've enjoyed hanging out with me today, please like, subscribe, review, share this podcast. If you want to contact me, ask questions, request a topic, or if you're curious about working with me one-on-one, you can email me at christine at newbranchlifecoaching.com. You can also message me on Facebook by joining my Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. And follow that as well for posts and tips throughout the week. And it's also a fantastic place to support each other. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I will talk to you all next time. Bye.